This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaykul. Over the past two years, we've seen major pieces of congressional legislation tackle climate and clean energy. We had the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law in 2021 and the Inflation Reduction Act in 2022. But with the November midterm elections just days away, it's worth wondering, what will be on the next Congress's energy agenda heading into 2023? Republicans are forecasted to take back the House and potentially the Senate. And so my colleague, Politico's Josh Siegel, talked to a dozen current and former House lawmakers, aides, and outside allies to find out exactly what House Republicans want to get done, some potential investigations they might pursue, and the party's limitations, even if they do take the House and Senate. It's Tuesday, November 1st. Josh, you've talked to several people about the GOP's energy agenda. If the party retakes the House, what sort of legislative priorities will they pursue? Right. So it's not just oversight. For a long time, we expected Republicans have previewed that they're really going to look at Democrats' approach to climate change and their big spending on clean energy. But Republicans are also planning their own legislative push right off the bat, where they're going to introduce a big package focused on really boosting production of fossil fuels, of course, given high inflation and what they say is a Biden administration push to move too quickly off fossil fuels and also pursue more production of things like other technologies, renewables, small nuclear reactors, hydrogen. And mainly that would be done through relaxing permitting rules. So that would be the big focus. That's obviously that idea has been a big theme lately, given Senator Joe Manchin's failed push. So that would be the big focus. They're actually planning legislation on energy off the bat, which is a bit unusual for a new Congress. Right. And just to get specific here about one of those priorities you mentioned, permitting, Democrats try to get something done on permitting before the elections. It didn't happen. We know Republicans are open to permitting reform. Will negotiations about permitting pick back up again if the GOP takes the House? Right. So to be clear, there's going to be an effort in the lame duck session. So after the election, before Congress changes hands, if it does, there will be an effort to pass bipartisan permitting reform led by Manchin again and talking with Republicans like Shelley Moore Capito, a Republican senator also from West Virginia, who this is a priority for. So they're going to try to do that and must pass legislation. But if it actually regardless of if it succeeds or not, House Republicans say they will pursue permitting. They think there's more to do. They say whatever would emerge, if anything, in a lame duck would just be working on the margins. And they are planning legislation regardless. And the way it's been characterized to me and and my colleague Kelsey Tamburino is that the House essentially will put out a more aggressive package that would really overhaul the National Environmental Policy Act or NEPA, which is the bedrock environmental law that was first adopted in 1970 that they see as really the barrier to building all types of energy infrastructure. And they feel like they say that they will negotiate with the Senate. They know that the margins would be small. They would negotiate with President Biden, who, of course, could veto anything that went too far in the direction of fossil fuels. But they say we're going to put our best stuff out. And regardless of what happens, we really think this is an area we need to focus on. 
Got it. And you also noted that GOP lawmakers would likely conduct investigations into the Biden administration. What would those be about? Yeah, so they've already, this is kind of the part they've teased most publicly. This is what they view as their political messaging strategy and and also something they think just deserves oversight, where they're really going to look at how the Biden administration is spending money, both from the bipartisan infrastructure law that wasn't supported by many House Republicans, but had more support among Republicans in the Senate, and then from the Inflation Reduction Act. So they've specifically said that they're going to look at enhanced loan authority granted to the Department of Energy's Loan Guarantee Program, which is known best for supporting Solyndra, which is a solar company that collapsed in 2011 after receiving more than $500 million in federal loan guarantees. So that was a frequent Republican talking point. They're going to kind of bring that back and try to find the next Solyndra. They're also just going to look at other policy moves by this administration that they don't like. So whether it's their interactions with OPEC, they're looking at the SEC's plans to require public companies to disclose their risk from climate change. It's canceling of the Keystone XL pipeline. So they're really going to look at all of the above there. Right. So we've only focused on the House so far, but you're also reporting that Republicans might shy away from more far reaching ideas, even in a scenario where they also take control of the Senate, too. Why is that? Yeah, it's because they're unlikely to get close to having a filibuster-proof majority regardless in the Senate, and they definitely won't have a veto-proof majority, so these would be small margins. They have, again, Biden will still be in the White House with his veto pen. There's also the thought that some people have said, well, Republicans go after the clean energy tax credits that are in the Inflation Reduction Act. But, you know, as Senator Kevin Kramer told me, a Republican of North Dakota, I mean, these tax credits are supporting projects increasingly and are expected to in red states and districts. So that's dicey politics. So I don't think you'd see the kind of the most aggressive actions to unwind, you know, democratic policy gains in clean energy. Also, on Monday, President Joe Biden urged Congress to hike taxes on oil and gas companies' record profits if they don't act to boost oil production. However, the president did not endorse any specific proposal which might frustrate Democrats in Congress who've proposed legislation months ago to tax the windfall profits of large oil and gas companies. The comments from Biden are the latest bid by the White House to show it's trying to bring down prices at the pump and fight inflation just days ahead of the midterm elections. And they also come less than a week after major oil companies ExxonMobil, Chevron, and Shell Oil reported quarterly profits totaling about $40 billion. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nirmal Malaykal, and we'll see you back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com rng.